Well, you just kind of get used to running the unicycle itself. Like, mm-hmm. let's say if I'm having a bad day or something, I can get on the unicycle and with people waving and stuff. And yeah. It kind of cheers me up, but then it also gives them a little bit more of an excite, excitement or whatever. Without question. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. It is Tyler Reese with the Buffalo Community Podcast. I'm super excited to be here today. Happy New Year. But before we get started, we're going to get some intro music. This is the Buffalo Community Podcast, all about the greatest small town in the USA, the people in it, and how it all works together. Here are your hosts, Tyler Reese and Mark Benzer. Here we are. Here we are. Who'd have thought we'd be here? Yeah, who'd have thought? 2021. Not me. Kicking it off. Not all me. right. So um, we have a fun guest today. If you don't um, recognize him by his face, or uh, if you don't recognize him by name, Tori Paulson, you probably recognize him as the unicycle guy. Um, I think most people in Buffalo have have crossed paths with you on the road at one point or another, and um, we kind of threw it out there. Who who do we want, uh, or who who do viewers want as yeah. guests, and to get to know and understand a little bit better? And and uh, I know your name came up, and so um, I'm glad you were able to connect with Tyler and. And swing in. So thanks so much for being here, Tori. Yeah, nope. thank you. No problem. All right. Um, you mentioned so lots of questions, and I and I don't like to ask too many questions prior to recording because I I just wanted to I don't want it to sound like you're Rehearsed. answering the same questions <laughs> for the second time. Uh, yeah. But you, I did ask you originally from Cocado. Yep. Okay. And went uh, went through graduated or. From Coqueta High School, D.C.? No. Nope. And what year was that, if you don't mind me asking? 2003. 2003, okay. And uh, now you live here in Buffalo? Yes. Okay. And what uh, what brought you to Buffalo? What do you do? What, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I've been riding unicycles for almost 18 years and uh, got in a little trouble and mm-hmm. moved to Buffalo and trying to start a new life in Buffalo. Sure. And part part of that has been riding unicycles. Yep. What what sparked that interest? What triggered that? Uh, growing up riding regular pedal bikes, and then I got to the point where it was every year and a half, two years, someone would always steal my pedal bike, and I seen a kid riding unicycles like, I want one of them. No one will steal it. <laughs> <laughs> has anybody stolen it yet? One person has, oh. but, but they knew... Or the one person that knew where I lived, so he threw it right on my front doorstep. And oh, nice! I was gonna say, ah, oh, what a clown! Somebody found it and put it, or somebody had like guilt and put it on your doorstep. Well, I've rode unicycle enough times where everybody knew where I lived, and the one person knew exactly who I was yeah. and where I lived. So they brought it to me, and so they caught wind of where this thing was, or maybe knew the person who did it and said. Yep. That's got to get back to the owner. And that's why we consider it the greatest small town in the USA. Yeah. But uh, that that's that's kind of a, just a funny transition of, well, people kept stealing my regular bike, dry unicycle. <laughs> um, how long did it take you to, uh, to learn? It took me a day and a half to learn how to ride the unicycle. Self-taught? Yeah. Okay. And is that, that so obviously self-taught? That's just a lot of... 
falling and getting back on the horse and falling and getting back on and yep. and now you're to the point where 12 months a year rain snow or shine you're pretty confident on that thing and yep. you're gonna safely get to where you need to go sometimes it takes a little bit longer but yeah i'll get there right right so what's the tallest unicycle you've been on the tallest one I've been on was would be a five foot one. Oh my goodness! And so, is that the one you ride every day? Yep. Okay. Man, what type of mileage you get on that thing? A little bit too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I saw a post. You you broke the two thousand mark for twenty twenty. For twenty twenty, I hit two thousand sixty seven. Holy cow! Yeah. So I'm not going to do the math, but um, that's. How like Six how far away right? from work? I mean, are you taking it? That's got to be your commuter then. Well, I was for the last job I had. I was going six miles to work and six miles back every day. Okay, and that took what about about an hour and ten minutes about, one way. Okay, gotcha. All these people saying they're commuting to the cities, driving a warm car. Well, I don't want to drive an hour. Yeah, you have a, a unicycle in the cold. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's uh. That's impressive. So, uh, do you have like completely shredded calves? No, no. no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just it's just a question. Just yeah. a question. Um, so, as far as so many questions, but even just as, as simple as like maintenance of a unicycle, is it significantly different? I mean, is there like upkeep that you gotta do, or anything you have to do to to winterize it? A different tire, or anything like that? That helps you get around in the winter versus July, August? Well, I normally, well, this last summer, I was going through a tire a month. But when winter comes, I normally put a new tire on, so. Good tread. Yep. Tire a month? Yep. Wow. I don't think I've ever replaced bike tires ever, like regular bikes, <laughs> over my entire life. A bike a, or a, a tire a month. Is there any kind of... Um, unis, is there a is there a club or do you, do you have fellow unicyclists, you know, in your in your life that whether it's online somewhere or anything that um, you guys can kind of share a passion in this and? Well, I've met people that know how to ride a unicycle, but they don't really ride it as much as I do. I wouldn't think anybody does. If there's records kept, I mean, you got to there's got to be yeah. not too many people in the world that. If anybody, I mean, do you know, are there records? Are there? Well, I know the tallest unicycle ridden on record is 115 feet tall. That can't even be true. I mean, I'm not calling you a liar, but. <laughs> but it kind of is. But I kind of am. <laughs> Holy 115 God. feet tall. Wow. Uh, have you ever fallen off? I've fallen off, but haven't really broke anything yet. Oh, my goodness. Good, good. Well, knock on wood. I don't mm -hmm. don't go home and like hit a rock yeah. or something, you know. Um, can you? Uh, this is just going to be rapid fire questions here. Yeah. Uh, as far as like mounting and dismounting, can you do that on level ground, or do you got to have a picnic table or something to to give you a boost? I've tried climbing up on it without using anything, but. Last time I tried it, felt like I sprained my ankle, so sure. I normally use a picnic table or something high enough for a road sign if I'm out in the country. Yeah, and yeah. a road sign. No. Yep. Because I was going to say, like, I would imagine certain things could happen. A pothole or uh, a distracted driver could, and all of a sudden you're in the middle of nowhere and you 
you're either walking the rest of the way or you're getting creative using road signs, I guess. That kind of answers my follow-up question was, I mean, do you ever find yourself having to walk for, like, miles because you just don't really have anything? or? Well, normally I can find something right away. Mm-hmm. Like, n- normally I'm close to a road sign when I'm out in the country. and Sure. I would imagine there's plenty of road signs, yeah. Yeah. I still don't know what that looks like. Like how you use a road sign to get on a unicycle, but well, they've got a little odd shapes and the poles, whatever, so I can put the seat up into it and the tire and everything. And okay, sure, I understand now. Were you able to ride a wheelie as a kid really well? Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine that's a, it's kind of the same balance factor. You know, I, I could pop a wheelie. I couldn't ride one, though. I just, I don't know why that popped right in my head. I'm like, I bet you he's really good at a wheelie. Yeah. <laughs> really good at a wheelie. Great. Um, what else? I mean, there's more to you than unicycle. That's what people know. Um, but what else, what else, what else is there to know about you? You're, you've been living in Buffalo now for a little over a year. A little over a year. Furthest I've gone on the unicycle is 42 miles sober, eight miles drunk, and three miles with rollerblades on. <laughs> was that all in the same day? No. Okay. Okay. It was. Just, it's a progression. Forty. So, forty-two miles sober, like in one day. In one day. Went from Cocado to St. Cloud on a unicycle. Yep. Eight miles drunk, coming home from the bar. Well, my friend threw a party, and from his house to my house was eight miles. And so I went over to his house, got drunk, and rode the thing all the way back. Yep. <laughs> and, then, wow. and then eight miles, you rode it with rollerblades on. Three miles with rollerblades. Three miles with rollerblades. On, on the unicycle, on rollerblades. Yep. Wow. I feel very unaccomplished. Yeah. That beats <laughs> all three of my uh, unicycle accomplishments. Yes. Um, I don't even think I've ever rollerbladed three miles like on pavement with just rollerblades. But hmm. Uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, a gal from the high school did a story on you as well or a project. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, she grew up in Buffalo, and then she went to the University of Minnesota. Sure. And after I moved up Buffalo, she had seen these co- or posts about me on the unicycle and on one of them, she's like, well, I want someone to get his contact information. And so I met up with her, and she made a two-minute video out of it and hmm. everything. Where, where can we find this video? Uh, she sent it to me through email. Oh, okay. All right. Do you mind Maybe sh- nowhere. Huh? Maybe nowhere. Do, do you want to share that, or do you mind sharing that? Whether it's rain or shine, you will find Tori Paulson in downtown Buffalo, Minnesota, doing what he does best, riding a unicycle. Riding to work, going to the store, or walking the dog, sometimes with a cup of coffee in hand, Tori makes riding a unicycle look easy, causing the citizens of Buffalo to take interest. Tori grew up in Cocado, Minnesota, where he first became acquainted with the bike. I grew up riding a pedal bike, and when I was in middle school, it was kind of like uh, hearing about unicycles, and oh, like people would be like, oh, you get to ride a unicycle in class, it's like, well, what is a unicycle? You know? You only see the thing on TV and the newspaper. And in my senior year in high school, I finally seen a kid riding one, went into a bike shop, bought one, and a day and a half later, stepped around the road. 
While it first started as an interest, it has now become Tori's sole mode of transportation. Uh, just a fun hobby I picked up. But then I got a DWI, so I lost my license for a year. And so that's kind of my only transportation right now. So I got, nine, what, 95 days sober today? Scrolling through the Buffalo Facebook page, there are countless posts and pictures recognizing Tori's talents, posts thanking him for being great entertainment, and even some worried about his safety and lack of visibility to oncoming cars. And I did talk to someone about it, and they're like, well, yeah, sh should be able to have, have a vest on or something, so that's why I went out and got a jacket. And... As an even more impressive stunt, Tori took a couple of dogs out for a stroll, gaining even more attention from Buffalo residents online. A couple guys I live with, they showed me a couple posts, so I downloaded that and stuff. And after I got added to the group or whatever, I was like, well, all right, well, I'll give everybody in Buffalo something to talk about. So what's, uh, what's next? I mean, you've mastered the unicycle. I mean, is there something that you've always wanted to try with it? Is it? I guess I'm still learning on how far I really can go and everything. And sure. It's like I've gave my niece and nephews a ride on the unicycle and stuff, and but now they're getting a little bit too big. And <laughs> sure. Yeah, I made the joke. Uh, every every guest comes on here and gets a, a mug from us. Um, I said, I don't know if you have a place to put that. And you said, you, you rode with a 20-pound salt bag? No, 20-pound bag of pellets for, oh. for a trigger. Oh, okay, yeah. Still 20 pounds. Those aren't yeah. very convenient, and they shift around. Is that a balance on top of your head thing? Put it in a backpack? Just threw it right on my shoulder. And... Okay. Sure. Okay. Is it, uh, has anybody told you you can't do that? Uh, five years after I got started riding unicycle, yeah. a Wright County cop had stopped me and told me I don't have any control over my five-foot unicycle. I need to get handlebars, headlights, and taillights for it. And I tilt the unicycle towards him. I was like, okay, I want to see you get your ass up on this thing. And he's like, oh, I just throw it away. I'm like, well, that's you, not me. So yeah. quit harassing me about it. And <laughs> okay. Sure. And then you promptly tell me about your 42-mile ride? Yeah. The sober one, not the yeah. drunk one. <laughs> Well, it was a couple months after is when I went for a 22-mile ride. Sure. And then it was a little bit after that is when I went for the 42. Yeah. So, to me, I like I what I think the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around is the fact that a unicycle is um, it looks like something like fun that you would do in a driveway or in a neighborhood, but just in terms of like commuting. Even six miles, much less forty plus miles, um, it just looks so inefficient and like like it would be really frustrating. Like it would be a really frustrating way to like get from here to here. Like the whole time in my head, I'd be going, "Boy, I wish I was on a bike." But is that? I mean, did you go through a period of like this isn't going fast enough or I can't, why can't I coast? You can't coast on a unicycle, right? No. You have to pedal. If you're moving forward, you're, you're pedaling. So is there an adjustment period of that or is it just something you have to experience to, to really know? Well, you just kind of, kind of get used to riding the unicycle and so like, mm -hmm. let's say if I'm having a bad day or something, I can get on the unicycle and with people waving and stuff and yeah, it kind of cheers me up, but then it also gives them a little more of, an excitement, excitement or whatever. Without question. Yep. 
Absolutely. I, that, that was one thing that I, I I'm, I'm glad to have you here. I love the business owners that we have on here and I love all, you know, teachers, whoever. Um, but I think um, as much as you like riding unicycles, I think people, you bring joy to people's lives. Just smiles, you know, wow. Yeah. It's just not something you see every day. And the fact that you're so committed to it, I think is really neat. Well, the good part about the people of Buffalo, we do get to see it nearly every day. Right. Um, would you rather unicycle in like 90 plus degrees and humid or like 20 below and windy? I guess I'm okay with both of them. Okay. Because, <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, like... In the winter months, I mean, yeah, it gives me a little more of a challenge, what I like sure. and so. Sure. You, well, you certainly come prepared, the neon orange. I mean, you always got your jacket and your hat on, too. So, And you're moving. It's not like you're stationary outside. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, is there certain conditions, though, that do, you know, hard-packed ice, or I, I guess what scares you the most? I have an idea, uh, not just weather conditions, but just what scares you the most. Is there anything? Um... I guess I don't get too scared anyway. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I've gone up to the ice rink a few times while the kids are ice skating, and I do a couple laps on the ice while they're ice skating itself. And... I, honestly, I don't think I could ride a bike on ice. I mean, it just everything's so slippery. Uh, do you, have you ever had any close calls with a car? A few times. Yeah. That's, I thought you were going to say texting and driving was was maybe your most scary um, adversary. I mean, I do see people out there not really paying attention and so by texting and everything. And You've got a nice vantage point of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Because normally I sit high enough for a mile level with the person in the semi. And yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're down here trying to be all sneaky about it. Uh, uh, what's easier, going up a hill or down a hill on a unicycle? I like going uphill a little bit better. Sure. Because if I do fall, I can kind of catch myself a little bit easier. Yeah. Man. It Do you typically fall one direction or other, or can you fall forward just as easily as you fall backwards? or? Uh, depending on the side? situation. Yeah. Like this last spring, I mean, the chain broke on me, and I didn't have a choice, and then it laying flat on my back and stuff. And oh, couldn't get to a while. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, it's, so it's not just obstacles in the road or, or bad drivers, but you could have equipment failure and find yourself in a similar, in, in a situation where you're going down, and hopefully you don't land flat on your back. Sometimes you do. <laughs> Sometimes they do. <laughs> Uh, do you go, how many unicycles have you owned? What, like seven of them? It, why do you get, why do you replace them? Just get wore out and everything. Wore out. And I would imagine just like bikes and everything else that there's entry level unicycles and sky's the limit in terms of quality and features and benefits. Yep. Yeah. What's the most interesting thing you've seen? Whilst unicycling, I don't know. There's a lot of them. It's kind of <laughs> hard to describe one. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Any anything that we're missing about it, or 
Ever, well, I know ever since I moved to Buffalo, I've learned on, or I've trained my dogs enough to where I can walk them and, and self on the unicycle. And I've seen that, yes. Really? I was kind of hoping you would say you train your dogs to ride a unicycle, but maybe that's the next step in the progression. They're not bears. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yes, I've seen that. Uh, golden Retrievers? Huskies. Close. Close. Not really. <laughs> yeah. No, not, yeah. not even close. Uh, yeah, I saw that um, downtown Buffalo, right along Buffalo Lake there. Uh, I thought, what? I mean, what, a, what if a squirrel comes by? Or another dog? Or anything? Um, again. Well, Good do, job. <laughs> I know they do like to run, try and get the squirrel or whatever, mm-hmm. but... yeah. I, it took a lot of walking practice with them before yeah. I did get on the unicycle right. one. Sure, sure. How has this, um, I guess, changed you, or how has this, I mean, you're right now you're sitting here with us on a podcast about the city of Buffalo. You've People have done school projects about you. Um, I guess how... How has it impacted you? Has, has it surprised you? Has, is it about what you thought? Is it, you know, how has it changed you, I guess, in terms of um, it's more than just unicycling. I mean, you do it for lots of reasons, I would imagine. Well, ever since I moved to Buffalo, it's kind of helped me stay sober and everything. Because mm-hmm. everybody, like, I don't really know anybody in Buffalo, so it kind of helps me stay sober and self. Sure. Because I don't know anybody and it's like, well, okay, I've talked to a few people, and they're like, well, what's best for you? And I'm like, I can get on the unicycle and ride the unicycle and meet new people and meet sober people and stuff. And yep. Like, one guy's like, well, what do you mean by meeting sober people? It's like, well, as far as I know, you're sober and everything. And yep. So. Let's, and it's still just amazing to meet somebody riding a unicycle. Yep. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you right. know. Uh, so, and I would imagine too, you know, just, you mentioned you live in Buffalo, you, you don't know too many people in Buffalo yet. Everybody in Buffalo knows of you or some people know you. So, um, as long as Tori's not too busy, if he doesn't have a 20 pound bag of pellets and a dog and, you know, trying and to get a cup home, of coffee, and um, <laughs> oh, sorry. say hi to Tori. Um, yeah. And uh, introduce yourself because uh, we like having you in town. And um, obviously, people wanted to hear your story because the idea came from listeners. And uh, so, thanks for being honest about your story and coming in and telling us a little bit about yourself. I don't have much of a follow up, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad we we're not gonna demonstrate them or try them right now i kind of like my collarbones and my right. shoulders and yeah not being concussed so uh appreciate it thank you for coming in on you know kind of short notice um i mean especially with your travel time i mean you're riding a unicycle here so well, it only took me about a half hour to get here anyway so there you go. <laughs> not, not not bad but uh, for the buffalo community podcast i'm tyler reese i'm mark benzer with tori paulson